Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. I'm here to tell you this weekend that the narratives are all wrong. Even some of them that I thought, well, maybe this is why the midterms went the way they went. This is Wiggins America. And yeah, we're going to dissect that. Maybe you're sick of dissecting it. But my guess is that you still have no idea what just happened in the midterms. Right? I've been looking into this and looking into it and looking into it. And keep in mind, I was sick this week, so I had a little more time off than I usually do. That should have translated into some deep deep, deep data dives and a lot more getting done. No, I was just laying in bed. I couldn't really do much. I was really sick. Uh, so I got just about the same amount of work done that I normally would. But that's still quite a bit because I love this stuff. I love looking at it, and I have been looking at it now for almost two weeks to try to figure out what the heck can we pull away from these midterms and say that either Republicans did right or wrong or Democrats did right or wrong. What can we learn from it? How does this fit into normal elections? Well, it's a mixed bag. It's a strange election. And I will stick by this one thing. Shortly after Tuesday... I think I stood in this studio with Trisha, who will be in later this hour, and said that whole election felt like a giant shrug. Just meh. It wasn't really a repudiation of anything. It wasn't an endorsement of anything. So you you could say Democrats walked away feeling pretty good because the wave that was supposed to be a midterm and a pres- an unpopular president's, very unpopular president's first term is supposed to be a big pushback and it it wasn't but it wasn't really anything else either republicans did take back the house now we know for sure that was looking likely the whole time we'll see how many votes or so how many uh seats they get but here i'm going to read this this is from the head of real clear politics tom bevan rcp he says the more you dig through the numbers the more stunning this election looks Keep this in mind. I'm paraphrasing here because this this is the stuff that really blows you away. The GOP moved the national vote roughly seven points in their favor from 2020, but will gain only a handful of House seats and make no gains or even lose a seat in the Senate. One other nugget. On average, Democrats voted three points more along partisan lines in battleground state than GOP made a difference. Obviously, all this speaks to GOP candidate quality being a factor in some Senate races, but it doesn't really explain GOP underperformance in the House. End of story. End of Tom Bevan quote there. So 
as you look at this data, and you've probably heard this said already, that the youth vote carried it and that abortion was the topic there. Well, that's somewhat true, but the youth vote was actually higher in 2018. So while they did have a strong youth vote, that wasn't entirely it, though it did buoy them. You know, a couple points in either direction there, and you talk about swing states swinging toward the Dems even more, which a lot of them did, and maybe even one more to come in Georgia. So it wasn't just the youth vote. But here's here's the big takeaway, and I just mentioned that, that seven-point swing from 2020 overall. But when you walked away from 2016, what did people say for a long time after 2016? Oh, Trump won, but he only won because he just happened to win in the right spots. He lost the national popular vote. Well, that's true. And that wasn't necessarily because of great targeting by the Republican Party nationally. It was because nobody expected Trump to carry states like Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, which he did. That's how he won. This year, consider all of that barking about the popular vote. Republicans this year won the national popular vote by three to four percentage points. So we keep saying, oh, their message didn't resonate. The national message was not there. They should have been stronger. Well, they could have been stronger. We didn't really have a message other than fight inflation, but that was a pretty strong message. The national party did not do a great job of getting out there and saying what exactly they would do with a Senate majority or a House majority for that matter. They didn't. They just didn't really say. They just said, well, we need to, do, we need to win because we need to stop inflation. And we need to fix this economy. Maybe we need to fix the border and crime, too. But they didn't really say what they would do. So not great messaging, but apparently not terrible messaging because they won the national popular vote. So what do you do with that? I can't even tell you. I can walk away from this saying that it does look like Democrats were more targeted with their vote. And I'm going to use the word harvesting here, but really vote targeting is is a better word <clears throat> whether it be mail in votes or turn out get out the vote efforts they targeted better than republicans did and that is 100% on gop leadership and it's on gop leadership in states it's on gop leadership nationally that democrats outworked and outfoxed republicans on get out the vote efforts for their voters. And they're doing so with new methods. A lot of these vote laws have changed after COVID. You know this. We've talked about it extensively. And Democrats used it and Republicans didn't. So even though Republicans won the messaging war, amazingly won the messaging war and barely won the House back, should they recalibrate? I don't think so. I don't think Republicans need to recalibrate their message. I think the message is fine. They need to be better at delivering it. They need to say more concretely what will be done. But going into 2024, I don't think anything needs to change that dramatically from a messaging standpoint. I think the country just showed us, oddly, in this midterm, that they don't like the direction and messaging Uh, of Democrats. 
So, to conclude, that puts us going into 2024, still a ways away, but you may be aware of this. One major candidate has already filed. (laughs) Maybe you know about that. If you don't, stick around on this show because we're actually going to play parts of that speech, which was very good throughout this show, both this hour and next hour, because I don't think it's getting enough attention. And it's a pretty big deal. Former president has announced he's running for president. That I mean, just from a historical standpoint, that doesn't happen. It's only it's only been successful once with Grover Cleveland. So that in and of itself is worthy of discussion. But of course, it's Donald Trump. So it's always going to be worthy of Donald of discussion when it's the Don, and it will be discussed extensively. So instead of just talking, 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 we're going to play part of his speech and let him speak for himself on this show. I think that's the best way to do that. But that's coming up next. Going into 2024, does the messaging need to change? I don't think so. Needs to be better, needs to be sharpened. But I think the GOP has the message. We've got the country. They understand that this is the way forward, especially economically and many other issues too. Crime, the border, I mentioned those. But what they do need to do, the leadership of the party has got to embrace the new way of voting. It's unfortunate, but the rules changed, and they got to play by the new rules or they're going to keep losing the game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I set this up a little bit already, but what we're going to do in this segment is play back some of Donald Trump's announcement speech. Is this the speech that shook the world again, just like in 2015? Well, we didn't know it at the time, so maybe it is. I don't feel like, you know, the dude's a big deal now. It's a big deal that he announced. So... It depends on if he wins. That's really all uh, that it depends on and whether he even wins the nomination because that's not a guarantee right now. That really will depend on Ron DeSantis. We're not going to get into that debate right now. Uh, The point of this is that I thought he gave a terrific speech on Tuesday night. And what we're going to see over the next two years is the media talking a lot about Donald Trump but not allowing Donald Trump to say anything. We've already seen that in social media. He's been cast out. He's been banned. He started his own 
Made a lot of money doing that, actually. So I wanted to play back, <clears throat> in his own words, a part of his speech in this hour, and we're going to do that in next hour, just to allow you to hear what his goal is running for president. Because I feel like there's a lot of talk about him, and we're not actually hearing from him that much, surprisingly. You feel like, what, really? No, really. Yeah, we're, we're not really hearing a lot from Donald Trump. You're hearing a lot about Donald Trump. So here you go. Hear what he says. Hear how he delivers it. Religion's America. That is wonderful news. I want to thank you all for being here tonight. It's a very special occasion at a very special place. You and all of those watching are the heart and soul of this incredible movement and greatest country in the history of the world. It's very simple. There has never been anything like it. This great movement of ours, never been anything like it, and perhaps there will never be anything like it again. There's never been anything to compete with what we have all done. Ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests, and my fellow citizens, America's comeback starts right now. Two years ago, when I left office, the United States stood ready for its golden age. Our nation was at the pinnacle of power, prosperity, and prestige, towering above all rivals, vanquishing all enemies, and striding into the future, confident and so strong. In four short years, everybody was doing great. Men, women, African-Americans, Asian-Americans, Hispanic Americans, everybody was thriving like never before. There was never a time like this. We turned the page on decades of globalist sellouts and one-sided trade deals, lifted millions out of poverty, and together we built the greatest economy in the history of the world. When the virus hit our shores, I took decisive action and saved lives and the U.S. economy. And by October of the same year, America was roaring back with the number one fastest economic recovery ever recorded. How about that? All of the incoming administration and all they had to do was just sit back and watch. Inflation was non-existent. Our southern border was by far the strongest ever. And because the border was so tight, drugs were coming into our country at the lowest level in many, many years. Importantly, after decades of rising energy costs, the United States had finally attained the impossible dream of American energy independence, which soon would have turned into energy dominance. For the first time in memory, China was reeling and back on its heels. You've never seen that before because the United States was outdoing them on every single front and China was paying billions and billions of dollars in taxes and tariffs. The farmers know that because they got 28 billion of it. No president had ever sought or received one dollar 
for our country from China until I came along and we were getting hundreds of billions of dollars. Many people think that because of this, China played a very active role in the 2020 election. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> sure, that didn't happen. Instead of jobs and factories leaving America for China, they were, for the first time ever, leaving China for America. Businesses were pouring back because of our historic tax and regulation cuts, the biggest in both categories in history, bigger even than what Ronald Reagan was able to produce, and he produced a lot. China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea were in check and respected. They respected the United States, and quite honestly, they respected me. I knew them well. I knew them well. The vicious ISIS caliphate, which no president was able to conquer, was decimated by me and our great warriors in less than three weeks, and al-Baghdadi, its founder, was hunted down and killed. North Korea had not launched... North Korea had not launched a single long-range missile since my summit with Chairman Kim Jong-un nearly three years before we developed a relationship. And that's a good thing, not a bad thing. It's a good thing. That is a portion of his speech from Tuesday night. I thought he did a terrific job, highlighted the important stuff of why he's running again, stuff that most people would hear and go, yeah, I, I agree with that. If, if he can deliver it with that tone, uh, he's going to be tough. He's going to be tough to beat. The dude knows how to grab headlines. And if he can make this election about the issues that are facing you and I and everybody else, he's going to be tough. Of course, they're not going to let him do that, but he can't step in it on his own either. He can't be uh, firing off Ron Sanctimonious, that crap. That's dumb. What he did Tuesday night was not dumb. It was very well done. There's a portion of it. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T.E., what up? 
RW, not much. What That's up with you? What I call you now, because I I don't want to call you Trisha Seekman anymore. I'm no. going to call you by your actual name. Tight end. Tight end. <laughs> exactly. Um, I can we talk about the fact that I have had a terrible week? Sure. I have. I've actually this. been looking forward to talking about that. Good. Uh, I have been hot and cold. One of the most annoying things is sweating while you sleep. Yeah. It's because awful. you know, I know the whole time. I, maybe other people don't think like this, and, and it doesn't bother them as much. But the whole time I'm sweating, I'm thinking I'm ruining my mattress right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go get a new mattress because I'm going to make this thing smell bad. Do you don't have a mattress protector? Well, I, I mean, I use sheets and stuff. No, you but should invest in one of those tight fitting mattress covers. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. I just I think they're like thirty bucks. I don't. Uh, yeah, Put that I on should there, do that, and then you can wash it anytime you sweat on it, and it saves your mattress. Oh, too little, too late. I've been <laughs> sweating on it all week. Mattresses are expensive. I know, and I just got this mattress too. It's only less. It's six months to a year old. I hate when I sweat when I sleep because I think, man, I'm gonna have to shower this week. Oh well, you know, I shower every you're day. Sweating anyway. and you don't shower. How often do you shower? Every day, a couple times. <laughs> oh, you're doing jokes. Okay, here's the problem. Welcome back. I, yeah, my brain is fried. I, this whole thing, I've been trying, I, I'll, I'll lay in bed because I was just so sick from about Saturday through roughly Wednesday. And it's it's up and down, so there, there are moments that I'm fine and, and then I'm not again. But my brain just, I can't focus. And so I feel like we've done a really good job on the show so far. You've done an excellent job. <laughs> Thank you. I feel very lucky to be in this very small studio with you. You should. After and all that sickness. I know. Me breathing heavily and all mm-hmm. that. It's awesome. Um, it was weird when you went around and licked all the microphones before we started, but... That's not as weird as when I did the door handles. <laughs> That was weird, and that really—you've been doing that since COVID, though. When they told you not to, yeah, it was just—it's just a rebellion thing. Yeah, like wash your hands. Like okay, yeah, like I'm gonna start now. Right. So, with like with you with the shower thing, you know, no principles. Um, let's let's talk about the shot heard around the world this week, which was Trump again announcing. But my question for you is: Is it? Because they refer to when he announced in 2015, that was like a moment that shook the whole world because of what happened. Is this that again? Or is this just a continuation of the first time? You know, I mean, was this that big of a deal or was it kind of like, well, we expected this to happen. This feels very wah-wah to me. I kind of wish he would have come out and not announced. And teased it again? Uh Uh-huh. To the (laughs) cat and mouse game. I thought that, that he might come out... And do a whole song and dance and be like, that's why I'm considering running in 2024. Well, Annie uh, from the Annie Fry Show was begging, begging that what he, w- he what he should do and was advising him through the radio <laughs> that here's what you should do, Donald. You should come out and all of a sudden you pull the mask off of the guy next to you and it's Ron DeSantis. I'm actually endorsing Ron DeSantis. Surprise! And I, yeah. something like that. It's it's got to be one or the other to me. I think this whole conversation we've been playing portions of his speech simply because I think it was a really good speech, <clears throat> and it was it was one of his better. And for for giving a announcement speech from a former president, this guy was just the president. He's not now. 
He's announcing that he's running again and is probably the f- as, is probably the front runner. That is a pretty big deal. Have you heard much of the speech outside of maybe people like me playing it and the fact that we aired it live? No, I listened to it live. I did too. And I listen to the station all the time. So I hear it yeah. because we're covering it. Because we're covering mm-hmm. it. But that's it. I have not heard a bit of his speech. And that's my concern. It's one of the reasons I'm playing back big portions of his speech, not only in this hour, but in next hour. Because I thought, A, it was a great speech. B, it needs to be heard because I think what's going to happen to him, media has now decided that they're going to silence him. Not just social media. Obviously, that's happened. But they they would give him a platform going into 2016 and then as he was president, because obviously you kind of have to then, because he was such a anomaly. He was so weird and he was an entertainer, mm-hmm. and it helped him because his message was actually pretty good, and he is entertaining to listen to. Nobody could. Well, how long was that speech on Tuesday night? An hour. Full I thought hour. it was close to that. Maybe a little bit longer. Yeah, it was longer than it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I thought it could have stopped at the twenty-four minute mark when he said, "I'm running in 2024." I thought the same thing, and that's actually why I'm focusing on the beginning of playing back his speech because I thought. That was the the meat of it, was the first half hour. And yet, he can carry an hour speech. How many politicians, not, not that you want to sit down and listen to Trump for an hour every night, but how many times can you actually listen to a politician for more than 15 minutes and not get bored? He's one of the rare guys that can do that. Yeah, he's a showman. So I think it's important to play back that speech, partially because I think he's going to get blacked out for pretty much the next two years. he's They're going to talk about him a lot, and he will dominate news coverage, but it won't be through his words because his the way he delivers messages and the, the message he's delivering are pretty powerful, and they don't want him to be able to do that. So that's one of the reasons I'm doing this this morning. The other is I don't think there's a possibility that Ron DeSantis runs. You? I don't know. I don't know how much damage... Society, the media, the left, parts of the Republican Party can do to Trump over the next couple of years. There may be a a path for somebody else to come in and kind of save the thing. But it's so early. Mm -hmm. I just it's it. The timing was weird to me. It's it's trying to crowd out the field. He's trying to get ahead of everybody. Right. Post midterm election, though. I I I wish he would have waited. Yeah. They, uh, like like a lot of people have said, wait until after the Georgia runoffs. We're not mm-hmm. even done with the midterms. Let's see how Herschel does. Let's yeah. see if you can chalk up a win there. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate the, the fight that we're having with Trump DeSantis and all this stuff. And the fact that Trump has kind of, you know, poured gasoline on that fire. Mm-hmm. It didn't need to happen. The fight is one-sided at this point. And I, yeah. I just don't understand it as an observer. As a, a coverer of media, I'm like, cool, do it. It's fine. It's entertaining. But as an American, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, I do too. I I really hope, I almost hope that DeSantis doesn't run because I think it's going to tarnish both of them. Now, I don't think that it would, whoever comes out of that fight has a really good chance of winning in 2024. I, the, these midterms, as we've been talking about, have been so strange. Just the and I, and I covered this extensively, but just talking about it with you now, the numbers that came out of Tuesday's election, 
and still are continuing to come out in some sense because some people are not done counting. But for the most part, it's done. They're so strange. They don't add up, and not in a like conspiracy way. Just, just they they don't they don't really fall into any good pattern, and so it's a weird election because and the, and the big point I made in the first segment was that. Republicans have won the popular vote. So to say that they didn't message well is really not quite true. They they may have been able to do better, and Republican leadership certainly could have done better in a lot of ways, but the message was strong enough for Republicans to win the national popular vote across the House anyway. So what does that mean going into 2024? It's really hard to know, because if this were a certain type of election where, oh, shoot, Republicans really did poorly. Well, they kind of did, but the numbers don't suggest that they did. Or Republicans had a wave election. Well, then you know going into 2024, well, this is the playbook. But it's none of that. Mm-hmm. No, it's bizarre. I saw this, I see this time, these four years for Republicans as a chance to regroup and be favored because the Biden administration is doing a terrible job, in my opinion. Yeah. And we're all paying for it. And people are frustrated by it. And Trump created that pathway. Trump's loss created that pathway for our country to suffer through Biden for four years and for the grownups to come back Mm -hmm. in four years. So Trump jumping in now seems like he's hindering that pathway. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It it seems like he's going to make it harder for Republicans in 2024 than necessary. Like staying out of the limelight. Yeah. Let, 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 your, your, let your opponent fail. Let your let your opponent fail and help. If you care about this country and you think that this is the party that can help make the country better, work behind the scenes. You don't have to be the face of it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that, that doesn't seem to be the case with no. Trump. It Mm-mm. seems as if he's he's running for Trump and everything he says is good. Like I said, the speech was mm-hmm. great. It was it was country first. But is it? I, I don't know. I, I definitely think he's ego first and his policies are country first. <clears throat> but there's a lot of there's a lot of Trump in there. And it'll depend on if Biden runs again. I mean we're talking way ahead of the time. Ron DeSantis advised us not to have this conversation yeah. right now. So I'm sorry, uh governor of Florida. We are having this conversation anyway. Sorry, Ron. Sorry. But if Biden runs again, I, I don't. I think it's a slam dunk for any Republican. You'd think, but the even if it's not him, who else is it? I don't know. There's no bench. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question here about this article, which starts with, "Is this a sign of the apocalypse?" Now, normally, when something asks that question, it's, "Can you believe they have dill flavored Lay's chips now?" Whatever, and it's just a bunch of nonsense. But this one, I'm not saying this is an actual sign of apocalypse, but it's really weird. It's it's kind of like, hey, could these people be rising from the dead? Kind of weird. It's not that, though. Here you go. Sheep in Mongolia have been walking in a circle for 10 days straight, and no one knows why. So the video of this is pretty incredible, and I, I'm, I'm actually just as impressed that we're getting video out of Mongolia now. Apparently, we've crossed that technological threshold. So a flock of sheep has been caught walking around a circle, and it's on like a security camera, for 12 straight days now. It's been, that's the 10 days is when the article was written. Now it's been 12 days without stopping. They can be seen ambling around 
in a continuous clockwise motion in their pen in northern China. Uh, the, the, it's a spectacle to watch, and it's it's actually pretty weird. You know, you don't, you don't get a great feeling watching it. Part of it is that it's security camera footage, and you're watching it in like that blue kind of tinted video. So you already feel like something's going to jump out at you. But in the footage, hundreds of sheep can be seen following one another around in a circle. So I'm no shepherd, but as I understand it, sheep will do this a lot. You know, one goes in a direction, which is why you can have a sheepdog or a shepherd to actually tend to such a huge flock is because if you, can, if you can get them going in one direction, they'll all kind of go that way. And so if they start walking in a circle like this, ants will do this too. If they start walking in a circle, in, in ants anyway, they'll call it a death circle because they're tracing the scent of the one in front of them. And if they're just going around and around and around, it'll never end. And they'll keep going until they die. They'll just die of exhaustion. Sheep, it's a little more rare. I think they're smart enough that they can figure out, I'm getting really tired after doing this for a day. I'm going to stop and lay down. And usually something like that will end the death circle. Well, once they're doing it for 10 days, 12 days, then you got a problem. So there, it's a mystery right now. Wanted to present it to you. See if maybe anybody who's listening is a shepherd or a farmer. And you can point out to why. The only theory that they have is that some hooved animals will get this brain-wasting disease. And it's, it's not a common disease. And usually if they spot one that's acting real weird like that, doing extra sheepy things, then they'll isolate it from the herd so that no other sheep get it. But it's not the easiest thing to contract. So for hundreds of them to get them all at the same time is possible technically, but pretty rare. So take that for what it's worth. Is it a sign of the apocalypse? Probably not, but you know, it's, it actually is pretty weird. It's not um, McDonald's is bringing back Batman cups or something. So let's transition to this. What does he know? Wiggins, America. Normally coming out of a sign of the apocalypse story, what I would do as a professional radio host is I would say, okay, that's pretty weird, right? Could it be a sign of anything? And then transition right into Biden and the whole world is trying to take us to a crypto, a digital currency so that they can have more control over all money or something along those lines. But I'm not going to do that today. Not. I'm actually going to transition us into a good news story. Now, follow me here because I'm going to read the headline and it's going to it's going to surprise you that this ends up being a good news headline because you're going to, your mind's going to go right where mine did. When I read this, and that's why it surprised me, here it is from Sky News, international news source. It says, President Xi Jinping from China scolds Canada's Justin Trudeau for leaking meeting details to the press. This actually happened. It was caught on a hot mic. Now, hot mic situations anymore... I think they can be manipulated just like anything else. Like in Florida, when Biden was talking to DeSantis and he was talking about being tough as hell. And oh, as a hot mic, he was being really tough to draw on DeSantis. And he really was. That, that was not even a right headline. But he, was he really on a hot mic or was it like that he, he got caught saying something really strong? Ooh, <laughs> you know, like these things are being manipulated. But this one does sound like it wasn't really intended, at least by. Canada, at least by Justin Trudeau's team. Now, maybe the Chinese intended for it, but I don't think this was Chinese media covering it that caught it. So 
China's president scolded Justin Trudeau for leaking details of a meeting in which the Canadian prime minister expressed concern about China allegedly interfering in Canada's affairs. Their exchange happened at the G20 summit in Indonesia, and it was overheard by a random TV camera that caught it. It says, quote, everything we discussed has been leaked to the paper. This is G G saying this. That's not appropriate and scolded. But I guess his tone was a little bit harsh. He said this to Trudeau. And that's not the way the conversation was conducted, if there is any sincerity on your part, said Mr. Xi. At which point, here's where I'm surprised, okay? From what you know about this story so far, you'd think that Justin Trudeau bent down and kissed his boots and said, I'm so sorry, I, I did not mean for that to happen. Because it's Justin Trudeau. But here's what Trudeau says. Quote, in Canada, we believe in free and open and frank dialogue, and that is what we will continue to have. Unquote. Boom! There are not too many times on this show that I'm going to defend Justin Trudeau, who has been a nightmare for Canada. He has taken so many rights away from Canadians, it is disgusting. However, Canada has been pretty rough on China, and that is fantastic to see the West at least having some balls and standing up against China not that Trudeau is really the guy that's going to do it, but Canada has been pretty firm about it, and they have not a great relationship. In fact, they probably have a worse relationship than we do with China, maybe even under Trump, certainly under Biden. Don't get me started on that one. But here, the, the story continues. We will, quote, this is Trudeau again, we will continue to look to work constructively together, but there will be things we will disagree on. That's awesome. I got to give the dude a high five for standing up to Xi Jinping to his face. This isn't through the media, and it doesn't even look like it was intended to be seen at all. This is supposedly behind-the-scenes stuff that uh, that when you see the, the body language, Mr. Xi looks around like he's going, nobody's listening, right? And he says, let's create the conditions first. And they're, th- they're saying this through... Con- through interpreters, which is why it doesn't make great great audio. But there you go. I mean, I thought, let's share this because there's not a whole lot of great news. If the story is Xi Jinping, the head of China, is talking to Justin Trudeau, the head of Canada, usually that story is not going to end as a positive news story. And gosh, why? I mean, there aren't a great a lot of great positive news stories anyway. There are great things that came out of the midterms, but other than that, I mean... Let's 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 celebrate a win when we got it, right? Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.